0: Thank you for listening to the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. In today's episode, I've gone through the Christmas at Football Index announcement, shared my thoughts on this, and also just shared my thoughts on traders' thoughts on this as well. Um, Thanks for listening, and I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Hello, and welcome to episode 352 of the Football Index Club Daily Podcast. Plenty of matches tonight, but before I get into any PB scores, let's talk about that Christmas announcement, Christmas at Football Index. And it wasn't much of a bonus. It wasn't really much to get too excited about, to be honest. And overall, it has received a very negative reception on Football Index Twitter. So I'll talk about that in a moment. But first of all, here's my views on the Christmas at Football Index announcement. First of all, I think it's... Yeah, it's it's an okay announcement. I really wasn't expecting any comms today after yesterday's trader panel. It just kind of seemed like the main issues were still going on in the background and we wouldn't really have anything changed that much in the short term. But they've made a few changes here. The deadline extension, as we said yesterday, is quite a good thing. And for me, it's a good thing because it encourages trading on match days, which creates more commission for football index. And I want Football Index to be a healthy business. Obviously, everyone wants Football Index to be a healthy business. Um, And I also just think in general, it suits everyone. Like if you're a long-term holder, and it seems to be the long-term holders who have the biggest problem with the deadline extension, but it really doesn't have a negative impact on long-term traders. I was really against this uh, deadline extension, like up until yesterday, and we talked about this on the panel, it wasn't just positivity around this deadline extension. I think Global Index in this comms have kind of suggested that it was due to the trader, trader panel's like um, discussion that this has been introduced. I think they actually wanted to introduce this already right before the panel. And um, just because they started the conversation off with this, they had FI strategist on the panel who had recently made a really good thread explaining why the deadline extension was good. And I agreed with um, FI strategist. I agreed with Paul Lewis as well around why this deadline extension was a good thing and why it helped both football index and traders. But overall, there was um, like quite a balanced conversation around this. and. Paddy, one of the other trailer panel guests, was talking about why it could be a bad thing for long term holders. But then the comeback to that just made so much sense to me. And the main comeback was that, of course, on the match day, you can actually sell that player and earn the capital appreciation. Now, today, there's been a few other comments about um, sort of people saying it's like you're betting on a winning bet or a bet that's already won. Well, again, I disagree because. It's more like you hold a player and that bet is at like a, a five to one. Or, well, you know, the, these examples, this this is going to be a, a bad example. But you hold a player, let's say Kai Wirtz. I was talking about him the other day. He's actually dropped quite a bit in price since. But yeah, Kai Wirtz at at twenty eight, and say that's like a five to one bet. And then he has a really good performance, grabs a goal and an assist. And it's a high PB score of 250. So his price rockets up and he's back up at two pounds because everyone cancels their bids. Well, suddenly your bet isn't like the five to one anymore for him to uh, for him to like earn matchday dividends, it's more of like a, a three to one. Um, because the bet changes as his price goes up, everyone starts to unlist it and there is an opportunity for you to either make profit in the form of capital appreciation or you keep him with the hope that he does end up earning you dividends. So it's not like you're just betting on a winning bet. It's like the odds are actually changing in play constantly. And you want the odds to be constantly changing because that is what's happening. Like your bet on a player is constantly changing throughout that match day as it goes on. So that's what makes match days even more exciting. And I just think there's an even greater opportunity for people to... uh, Make profits on match days and it also generates more commission for Football Index. The only people that would pro- possibly be losing out is if you back the wrong course on the match day. You know, you see a player has a high PB score and then he um, gets overtaken by someone else or his PB score drops because he was on a game winning goal and the other team gets an equaliser or something like that. But this is a betting platform and we can't just sit on holes for three years watch the dividends come in. Football index needs to earn some commission as well. So it's good for football index. And I also think it's pretty good for traders. And I actually think it benefits good traders more than anyone else. So these long-term traders, they have the option to sell that player at any point over the three years. They're going to be earning their dividends regardless. And they don't necessarily need to trade with the market either. So I think on football index, we look so day-to-day, but it's it's, it's probably better to take a step back and actually just think, right, you've got like three years to trade this player. And it's actually going to create more liquidity on match days because there's also been concerns. Uh, what if you can never sell your player? Well, if that player's hit a high score on a match day and he looks like he's likely to actually earn dividends and that game's kicked off at like 4 p.m. after the previous deadline, well, you're actually going to have a much better chance of selling that player on that match day as well. So it's actually good for the, the liquidity on the market. Um, now, another concern that people are sort of raising is that it could create downward pressure as there's less of an incentive to actually even hold a portfolio because you just buy into the players on the match day and earn dividends. Again, I disagree. Like, in a healthy market, and I guess it's not a healthy markets, but really what should be happening is that that demand to potentially earn the dividends and the capital appreciation that could be earned on the match day, As everyone buys into that player in the hope of that player earning match day dividends, should be enough to lead to that player having a high price. It's just right now we have a mechanism that doesn't really work. And that's the main problem and what's causing people so much concern is that this announcement or any other announcement that doesn't actually tackle the core issue is almost always going to be net, uh, met with like negativity because there's this like downward pressure on the on the system um, on the platform. So overall, I think the deadline extension is a great thing for football index. I hope that they actually make it permanent. And I actually think that a lot of traders' perception around this deadline extension is more due to the lack of comms around liquidity or just the lack of football index resolving the real problems that are here because in my opinion, like today's announcement is actually they're micro issues. Like they're just so small issues and it's annoying really because I've suddenly become this massive passionate advocate for deadline extension, but really I don't even care about it that much. Like there's just much bigger issues. Like in all of my emails to football index, all the conversations that I've had with them, the main problems has been the liquidity, finding solutions to actually getting confidence restored by by traders and uh by doing that in like either providing like a bid floor or multiple bid offers or various other ways so i can actually solve the real fundamental issues with this platform and um, so yeah i don't want to talk about the deadline extension too much further but i do think it's a good thing and i think it's interesting how negatively traders have reacted to it when i don't actually think it's a bad thing at all uh dividend yield filter really good move i Again, I don't have the strongest opinions on this, but it's a good addition. And ultimately, it's another like step forward. It's another sort of technological advancement, really, uh, which just makes things look better. And I guess my only real concern is that like football index are looking a little bit desperate in a way because all three of these things kind of suggest that financially they're not in the best shape because deadline extension increases commission doesn't actually um lead to them paying out any more in dividends because you're very rarely going to have new shares minted on match days and um, because prices like peak prices are so much higher than what they are now dividend yield filter is trying to like prove to everyone again that the value's out there it is out there and i do believe that like, it's a good addition uh but it's it's not desperate that was that was too extreme of me um But yeah, it's just like Fubble Index trying to prove to people again that it's worth sticking around here. So you can see why they've added it in. And ultimately, it is a good addition. There's so many other technological improvements that they could make. And I've passed all of those sort of ideas on. And then IPOs again is a way of them sort of generating a bit of revenue because they make some money from. Uh, the IPOs usually. So, yeah, I'm not a big fan of the IPOs personally. I, I would have waited until the auction style process was ready. They kind of said yesterday that NASDAQ uh, or the auction style process could be ready in like a month or two. But I think it will be a little bit further away Otherwise, why would they had the IPOs in now. It brought a pretty good announcement in my opinion. Like, I don't really get all the negativity. I do get the negativity around it. But I don't get why the negativity is like actually centering in on like the deadline extension more than anything else. Because I don't think it's that big an issue. I really don't. It's just, they've just changed like the the deadline to four hours later than what it was. That that's all they've done. So yeah, I think it's a good change. Um, and I just think it's people's perception of it and maybe a bit of a. Of a sheep mentality going on with with all the negativity and hey, and I can understand why people would be frustrated, but don't aim it at a deadline extension because that's not the issue. The issue is that we don't have a mechanism that fully works, and we don't have liquidity, and Fubel Index have not delivered on their promises. I guess another counter argument I could make about that is that people are saying it's a three-year long-term bet. I've already brought that one up, really. It is a three-year long-term bet, but prices are going to go up and down within that three-year bet, and. This is just another way of uh, prices going up and down within your three-year bet. And you don't need to trade with the market if people are going to act irrationally. Um, or you can trade with irrational traders who buy into your shares and or un- unlist shares. And, and there's an opportunity there for capital appreciation, uh, which is which is a great thing for us all, surely. So in terms of the match day scores today, because I am going to have a little bit of time just to go through these. Oh, Andy Robertson's hit at 2.19, so he's top star man today, 5.73% rise in him. I don't hold any of him at the minute. Jeez, this price has dropped. Tell you what, that's crazy. I bought into him only a week or two ago at £1.85, sold him at two quid like a few days later. Just, just a little trade. I was just kind of trying out, buying in, in and out of like the top 200 in quantity of 10. Um, but yeah, he's down now with like £1.50, but earning star man today. That's a great pick, in my opinion. Although there's there's plenty of better picks as well. Like, I'd I'd probably just go with the the more proven. Not not actually. I don't know. I'd, I'd probably go for a younger player. But if you if you want a PB player under one pound fifty, he has to be one of the best out there on the whole platform. Surely he's an unbelievable PB player. He's hit so many scores over two hundred, and I think he is better better than Trent at PB. Like based on this season. Anyway, last season Trent was better. This season Robertson's better. Simple as that. Robertson's on more set pieces now. I'm good about this one. Rafinha, top midfielder. I I actually had like 3,000 bids in on him and um, I cancelled them. I think I cancelled them, uh, well, cancelled them like a week ago because they weren't going anywhere. But you could bid on him at like really low price, like 0.25 or something. Um, No chance I'm getting him now. I thought he was a great pick a week or two ago. I still do now. just gutted that his price has gone up before I actually bought into him. That's that's my fault. But there we are, and I actually think that football index should cancel our bids for us or do something that incentivizes us to make higher bids because we can just wait around and be patient and wait until another drop. But that's kind of the core issue anyway. So not one I should get into too much just now. Roberto Firmino, top forward. It's a one ninety tonight. Pretty good score. So the Liverpool boys really, Robbo and Firmino, who have done it tonight. Let's have a look who's top goalkeeper. I think it's Walter Benitez at Nice. He's a pretty good keeper. He's up 20% today as well. I'm just quite happy to see a few rises Like Finney's Price is up 34%. Jeffrey Louis. <laughs> i do not even know how to say that to his name. He's up 81% as well. So, some pretty big rises. I guess some guys are really cheap. Mitchell Advisor, up 50%. And Leverkusen, Big big rise there. That's the thing. The opportunities are here on match days. Matthew Cafaro, geez, he's down at 22p. Played tonight for Rems, 150, he's up 54%. And I know these price rises sound pretty extravagant, and you're not really going to actually have these percentages uh, being made on trades, but that is kind of the, the buy prices rising as people unlist with the opportunity and potential of earning day rankings. Um, actually dividends and that again just kind of shows why extending the deadline is a good thing because you're only going to get more of that with an extended deadline you're going to get more possibilities of people making money and what we need is growth right now we need a reason for people to actually be on this platform and without the potential to make money there isn't a reason for you to stay on this platform other than it being a bit of fun. <laughs> so yeah, I, I overall it's a good thing. And I think those scores tonight, actually, I didn't even intend to say that, but I think they kind of prove how one match days, you want a bit of volatility and you want players rising in price because it gives a, gives people a reason to be on this market. Um, so yeah, we'll wrap it up there. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you have enjoyed today's podcast and I hope you have a great rest of your day.